Welcome everyone to the Nintendo Podcast, your source for all things Nintendo. I am Eric, aka Sulior. And this is your friendly neighborhood news anchor, Durka. <laughs> and uh, we got a long one today. Uh, we were short last time, but uh, whew, man, there's a lot to get through. Um, we are very glad to be back from a break. We missed you guys. Uh, how, how was your holiday? Oh my gosh, so much fun and so long. I am glad to be back. Whew, let me tell you. Um, I like having a break for a few days, but then after a while, it's like, okay, I need to get back. Yeah. You get kind of bored. Yeah, but what what did you do for for Thanksgiving? Uh, Mostly nothing, which is great, because I never get a chance to just sit and do nothing. Like, I work so much at... uh, when I have a day off or whatever, that's when you plan to do everything you can't do. <laughs> so yeah. it was nice to just have a day with or a couple days with no responsibilities. Yeah, working totally. at a school that when there's no school, um, you you don't work. So mm-hmm. most of the time, that's not all the time. If there's just a day off, then yeah, you still have to go in and clean. But uh, when there's a holiday, yeah, I basically I had a four day weekend. So well, nice. that's amazing. Yeah. Um, for me, I basically uh, went to my dad's on Monday morning because I was planning on going Sunday night, but I had the paper to finish for school. So I got most of the paper done. I wrote like, so it's a 10 page paper. I wrote 15 pages, but I got like 10 of it done. But I needed the last part, so I needed to do a. I wanted to do like a, a, uh, what's it called? An experiment. I wanted to do a formal experiment with my dad, who I got him an Xbox 360 for, (laughs) for just, you know, just for the heck of it, and wanted to see how he'd play. So I got him Skyrim and. Good choice. Yes, very good choice. However,. For him, it was really difficult with the controls. So he had to like really figure out like he couldn't figure out the camera while he was like moving around. So he kept on like running into the walls and stuff. You know the one part in Skyrim where the dragon is like trying to kill everybody and you have to jump off of the one from the tower into the building. Oh yeah, right at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, he like he kept missing that. And I actually was watching this YouTuber on uh, Xbox has mods, right? I believe so. Does it have but macho dragons? I'm not really sure. I didn't it's get into changes the dragons to to Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> so <laughs> no, like I right at the very beginning, when you're about to get your head chopped off, you hear, "Ooh, yes, some Macho Man's coming for you." <laughs> it, it's awesome. It was like the very first mod oh. I ever got, even oh before, uh, even before the creation kit was released. Like that one was available. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I just got just simple for him so he could play it, but he kept on like, he kept on like jumping off and missing. And there's this, this one YouTuber that How do you I miss with that. I don't know. It's such an easy jump, but yeah, but for him and for people that don't play video games, I can understand how I hard guess. that could be. But yeah, some YouTuber I was watching, he did like an informal experiment with his wife and he used like, um, like seven or nine different games to see how she would cope with it oh man she was frustrated uh (laughs) rasputin is the youtuber check him out he's pretty great but uh yeah he uh 
my dad tried Skyrim and he liked it because he watches Skyrim Grandma. Oh and man. So I still need to check her out, but I've heard so much about what? her. And what? apparently they are including her as a character in Elder Scrolls Six. Yes. All right, guys, podcast is over. Eric, you gotta go watch Skyrim Grandma. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, anyway, like he played it and he loved it, but he just didn't really have time to sit down and actually learn it. So I was like Hey, what's up, Cat? Welcome, 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 welcome. We're we're thankful that you're here. Um, Very much so. Um, yeah. So basically, I decided that for my paper, I would do the same formal experiment with my dad. So I got three other games. So I did the four different games that got his like his like basically took down notes of different games that. Just to see what his reactions would be. Oh, by so, the way, did you give him the game of the year edition where he can like build a house and then there's Dragonborn and? Uh, no, actually, uh, my buddy Joe Soulcreed, he uh, he he found out that I was trying to get some stuff for for my dad and I was trying to find Skyrim, and he was like, "I have day one edition." Like, I literally uh, went pre pre ordered it from GameStop. Uh, yeah, you yeah. gotta get him the DLC. Yeah, but. He, uh, so I got him three other games. I got him FIFA World Cup 2014 Brazil because my dad's from Brazil, so I thought that'd be pretty cool. Um, I got him Forza 4 because he likes racing, and then I got him Ace Combat 6 because he wanted a flying game. Okay, but he wasn't like types of games, yeah. yeah. So we sat down and I got his note, I got his like basically his thoughts on skyrim he loves skyrim he wants to play it more but just doesn't have time um but well, that's think... a game that you could play for 10 years straight and there's True. still more to do exactly i not even i finished it yet i need to get back into it eventually but i have a problem with games i never finish them yeah um, that's kind of how i am so if i do it's really really good yeah like uh, link's awakening that's probably the most recent game i actually finished Oh, no, 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 no. Sword, uh, shield, sorry. Shield, shield, yes. I haven't finished Sword yet, but anyway. Uh, FIFA, he... Yeah, FIFA, he loved it. Like, he was all in. Like, because you know a body posture. If you're, like, leaning forward, you're really interested in something. And if yeah. you're just, like, leaning yeah. back and relax, it's just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Martin Luther Bling would be very proud. Very proud, yes. Um... He loved FIFA. He got into Forza, and he did couldn't stand the, like the intro stuff where you had to sit there and watch it. I'm like, usually you can just skip <laughs> through it. So he'd be like, "Can I like, can I skip through this?" I'm like, "Yeah, usually you can, but it looks like you can't do it this one." So I took the controller from him and I tried to do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, he couldn't stand forza for some reason he liked it but thought it was hard and then ace combat okay ace combat 6 really ticked him off okay it can't be anywhere nearly as difficult as top gun on the nes oh it was it was difficult even i had a hard time but still i don't i don't do flying games so i can understand how difficult it was for him but the funny thing is with fifa he actually so they scored a goal on him one so one goal okay but he called offsides he was like that's offsides he got really mad okay he got like really really po'd and he was literally like 
He was like, that's offsides. I can't believe that ref is just crap. And he just kind of like started talking crap about the ref. And I'm like, dad, it's a video game. He's like, but still, they shouldn't have like called that. They should have like called offsides. It doesn't count as a goal. And I'm like, dad, push start and challenge the play. And we kind of actually you can't actually challenge the play in that because it's not a future in 2014. Yeah. So we, but for him, the layout of the controller was really difficult. So he literally was like looking at the controller. He's like, "What? What's the start?" I'm like, "Yeah, the pause button." What do you pause <laughs> the game at? And he's like, he's like, kept looking at the controller, and I'm like, "Dad, the pause button, the start button's the same thing. It's that button." I'd point it out to him, but the same same exact question later on. But but during the whole entire time playing FIFA. He wouldn't look at the controller because he felt so comfortable playing. He was really into it. So I until you get really the cool. the get used to the layout, you kind of have to. Yeah, imagine. I wonder if I how got... he would like Rocket League. I wonder. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know. I'd have to like. I'd have to like get a switch. And set it up there. Yeah, yeah I, might, I mean I might it is on PC a... also, and I. I want to say it's on other consoles, but I, it's definitely not on the 360. Yeah, no, it's not. But um, but yeah, it's anyone, on the Switch though. It's usually on sale too. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll save up and I'll get another Switch because I'd like to use it to stream. But um, but yeah, had had that time with him, hung out with him. We uh, cleaned my car out and get it awesome. on the market to sell. Not the car I'm using now, my old one. Um, then I went to my grandparents' house. Helped them set up for Thanksgiving. Um, played pool with my three brothers and my sister. We did like a pool tournament because nice. last time we were all together, we did the same thing. My so aunt and I have a pool table, and we've always we would play at holidays growing up. Nice, yeah. So we did that, and my sister won, and then I think I got like third or something, um, and then. We had Thanksgiving dinner. We went around the table talking about what we were thankful for. And the, the so my grandfather is having some memory problems. Uh, and, yeah, that's uh, rough. So my family on my mom's side, they're Muslims. And my dad's side is either Catholic or Christian. And uh, so we're sitting at the table. And my sister comes up with a bright idea and says, uh, bright idea in a good way uh, to clarify that. We should, since it's Thanksgiving, we should talk about what we're thankful for. So my sister started. She was like, I'm thankful that we're all here together, except for her dad, my stepdad. And um, stream issues. What are, what's Video that? Video issues. Video <laughs> issues? Yep. Is there something wrong? Yeah, it says your browser encounter. Oh, maybe it's on my end. Hold on. Oh, it's probably on your end. refreshing page. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, continue. <laughs> yep. So, my sister went around and she told everybody what she was thankful for. And then it got to me, and I was like, okay, how do I how do I say this through like a Christian world worldview without like offending anybody? And I was like, in my mind, I'm thankful for Jesus for putting the breath in my lungs. And I'm like, ah, perfect. Breath in my lungs. <laughs> I am thankful for the breath in my lungs. And then everybody laughed. They're like, that's cute. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if I didn't have breath in my lungs, I'd be dead, right? So I'm thankful for the breath in my lungs and that I'm here with everybody. And I'm thankful for all the food in front of me that I'm going to eat. Uh, <laughs> uh, got around. And then my grandfather, who totally oblivious, um, says, 
I am thankful that we're all Muslims. And I take a deep breath and I'm like, ah, okay. My grandmother yeah, later on. It. I was like, about that. And so I didn't want to cause any problems because I guess recently my grandfather has been like getting confused between me and my other brother who we look really alike, which is pretty funny. And he'll like think I'm me or he'll think that my brother is me and I'm my brother at times. So later on, my grandmother was like, she's sitting me down. She was like, oh, hopefully you weren't offended. I'm like, why would, why would I be offended? Like, you can't help it. Yeah. You can't help it. It's, it's cool. It's whatever. I mean, sure. Muslim means the one who submits to God. So I submit to Jesus. So boom, I'm a Muslim in Christ. But like, I, I just mentioned that to my grandmother. I was like, it's okay. I don't have to be offended. And, and I forgive him for it. But, uh, um, one of my grandparents, uh, she, my grandma uh, had Alzheimer's and she dealt with it for like three years at least. And it, uh, some of the stuff that uh, you wonder where it comes from. Yeah. Is, um, she thought that my cousin was stealing clothes from her. She uh, thought that my parents were still teenagers and still together. Um, at one point, she called my dad thinking he was my grandfather, even though my grandfather died when my dad was 13. It, it's just, you wonder where that stuff comes from. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, at one time, I worked housekeeping in a, an elderly home. Oh, man. I couldn't take it. It was, it was just too much um, just to see them like that. Um, but, yeah. Um, anyway. Since Thanksgiving has wrapped up, what are you thankful for, Eric? Um, well, I mean, I got a good steady job. Um, my wife and I have been together for almost 15 years, and she hasn't gotten sick of me. Um, <laughs> my wife? My <laughs> wife. My wife. I, cast. I know. I <laughs> um, got a... a cat that's go that's almost 12 years old who's been with us since or no is he no yeah he's almost 12 and oh. he's been with us since not like right after my wife and i got married oh wow um got a little dog that has made the podcast a few times that yes she's super loyal lover um yeah i mean and i'm uh, thankful for this podcast it's been great i never thought i'd be doing this six months ago yeah. and uh yeah it, it it's been a lot of fun yeah definitely um yeah i'd also have to say i'm thankful for the two jobs that i have been working hard at um uh, working at my normal job which at times i mean i wish i was i'd be home at those hours but um it'll come out in the end and eventually i'll get a daytime job and we'll have to work five to 11 every night but uh that i'm thankful for the gamestop job that i that i landed and uh, will possibly be getting uh key holders soon since a bunch of people quit and they've been calling me in for work more and more they got me trained on uh they got me trained on register for for black friday they called me in early so i went in at two instead of five and i was thrown on register for the whole time <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I'm 
basically like I said about the dinner table I'm thankful for the breath of my lungs that especially with someone that has asthma it's really great to be thankful for the oxygen that you can live on um I'm thankful for the roof over my head and uh definitely for this podcast dude like yeah I definitely didn't think I'd be doing something like this but always wanted to do something like this and actually wanted to stream and stuff so yeah it's a good start um, yeah, it's it's funny because i look on facebook and then like two or three of my friends are like either hey i'm starting the show or hey i'm thinking about starting this show i'm like really okay um, yeah. yeah one of my old co-workers she just started one and it's only on youtube right now and they're like hey you know we may do audio in the future and i'm like well, if you uh, if you're looking for a platform to get your audio up, here you go. I'm mean, gonna mm-hmm. try Anchor. And yeah, drop so, the Anchor on Anchor, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it was like you know, it's free. It's what we. It's what pretty much everybody I know in the podcast world uses. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I was kind of helping her out with that. Yep. Like you know, try Anchor, and then like she messaged me later and was like. Thank you so much. That's the anchor is fantastic. I'm like, I know, right? It's amazing. Like, so we recorded with Discord because you can't have two people record on Anchor for whatever reason. Yeah. And then we edit in Audacity and then upload through Anchor, and it does everything else. Mm-hmm. So exactly. If yeah. You any questions? Let me know. Maybe we'll team up in the future. Yeah. Although, cool. yeah, their their show I guess is called Millennial Monologues. Oh. Interesting. So maybe it's kind of like anything goes, where they just kind of yeah on their mind. Mm-hmm. So I haven't I, honestly. I haven't watched it yet. But <laughs> nice. I'm actually thinking about getting our episodes and throwing them on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, why not? Yeah. I mean, since I have the audio set up, I just need to toss a picture up and put the recording in the background, and there we go. That will work. Yep. But yeah, I'll probably start getting work. I'll probably start working on that this week. I was thinking about it at work. Yeah, but. I still need to set the Patreon up. Oh yeah, I was thinking for the Patreon we could do like a dollar to start, like how Taylor from Anything Goes is done, <clears throat> and like yeah, I was thinking maybe three tiers starting out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would we'd use that for like site management for the show, um, and then we can. I would like to get. It would be cool to get like some merch made eventually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Put like your name on the front and then on the back I put I'm your father or something like that. That or how to spell my name phonetically because <laughs> nobody knows how to except for Sebastian. Oh my gosh, that would be funny. Um, like, how well, do you no, spell I, or <laughs> put I take that back because the people at We Just Love Games know how to also because I emailed them and I said it and oh, I spelled it out phonetically. That's funny. Um so like I've been posting all these reviews on iTunes and yeah. when people have been calling me out, they don't know how to say my screen name. <laughs> I need I need to go do that this week too, so that when they read it off, they'll be like, Oh, two people from Nintendo. Nice. So um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Rick McVick at GameStack knows how to say my name phonetically. That's great. Because uh, that was actually when I first joined their uh, Discord, they were going on like nobody could figure out how to say it. So I emailed yeah. them and I'm like, well, you keep begging for emails. Here you go. By the way, yeah. here's how to say my name. Yeah. 
That's great. <laughs> and uh, Jameson, God bless him, couldn't figure it out. Oh, but Sebastian just, knows. Sebastian's great. Shout out to Sebastian. Um, yeah, he's been shouting out our show on the show on his show as well, which is pretty great. I'm glad we can partner with him. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get into some gameplay. What have you been playing this last couple weeks? Well, like I said, I had quite a bit of time on my hands over the break. So nice. Um, also, there was Black Friday, so there were lots of good deals. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. I played some ESO. Um, I got the DLC three pack on Steam, which includes uh, Elsewhere, Somerset, and Morrowind. That was on sale for twenty dollars, as opposed to sixty. So that was awesome. Um, yeah. So I started a new necromancer character and was running around. Is uh, it southern elsewhere? Yeah, southern elsewhere. Um, talking to Alfred Molina, aka um, Abner Tharn, going through some of the earlier missions. Yeah, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, then. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 was on sale, which I already had, and I'd beaten the story before any of the DLC came out. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the story was great, but it was kind of short. So I'm like, all right, I'm kind of done with that. Um, yeah. And then they released a few of the DLC, which included Alf or Alfred um, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator, which actually it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, I come to find out, but you can play as the Terminator. Um, eventually Spawn and Joker are going to be characters you can play as. <clears throat> so oh, that's yeah. been fun, just hearing the Terminator interact with the other characters and when you're playing the tower. Um, what else did I get? I've been playing a lot of Outer Worlds. Nice. Um, so I've, I've been trying to get Pavardi's quest done. So I was having issues getting into Cascadia. Eventually I figured that out. But, yeah. oh my god, that Vortex Mace, holy crap. That one stream that you were using that. Oh yeah. <laughs> that thing is awesome. Um, I can see why you love it so much. And it's one thing that's really cool is that when you modify the weapons, they actually look different. Uh -huh. So I modded that to add corrosion damage, and that added the little spikes on around it. Um, another thing that I apparently I'm really big on melee in this game, which usually I'm not. Um, when I was going through Cascadia, I found a weapon that specifically is geared toward Raptodons. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you can use it for other things too. That's been really cool. So, like, I've actually felt like I've grown stronger in the game. Oh, very nice. Um, and apparently, I can't figure out. Or I can't finish uh, Pavardi's quest yet because I can't get into Byzantium. But I now have all the followers. So I switched Felix out with Ellie because I figured it'd be helpful to have a medic on my in my crew. Yeah. Did you side um, with the board or did you side with Phineas? I'm going to go Phineas. Okay. Uh, I, know, I know Ellie is for the board. Oh, is she? Yeah. Yeah, well. I haven't... <sighs> officially made the decision yet but i'm gonna go phineas i know sebastian is pro board yeah um, pro phineas yeah <clears throat> he hasn't given me a reason not to like i haven't actually gone to his workshop so i mean 
but oh, I'm gonna side with the Iconoclasts also. Same. Um, I am now at Devil's Peak, and I dealt with. I actually cleared that place out, and I'm talking to what's his name, Hiram there. So well, my next stop is Amber Heights. So I'm gonna deal with all that there. Um, another thing is I have started a new game in Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Um, which that was difficult because now I don't have the twilight outfit, but whatever. And um, I have to rebuild the house. But like I said, in our Zelda episode, that's one game I would love to erase all memory of and start new, mm-hmm. like, like experience it fresh for the first time. Yeah. I got to get into it too, but I'm going to wait until I get my, uh, I could play it on my switch Lite, but I want to get another switch and I want to have it set up here on the computer with the, the stream deck and everything the capture card so i can yeah stream it on twitch so people can watch me play pokemon and other other stuff i but, still have my amiibo for the 20 heart wolf link so well, if i ever get in a bind that'll that definitely helps nice um, but it, it's weird because when i erased my game or when i started a new game it didn't give me the option to keep playing in master mode i don't know why oh well, well. Um, and then what else? I got um, the Castlevania collection on the eShop. And I remember now just how freaking hard Castlevania games are. Huh. <laughs> My God, those games are difficult. Um, but now playing Castlevania Bloodlines, I actually had that on Second Genesis. Um, so I did remember some of the earlier bosses. And I beat the first boss in the original game. Um, and then I bought a couple other games that I haven't played yet. Uh, Quest for the Golden Duck. Um, I haven't played that yet, but I, I have it. It was on sale for 11 cents, so it's like, why well, not? Why not, right? Um, and then Mana Spark is another one that I picked up. It was about a dollar, and I haven't played that yet either. Yeah. But, um, that's about it. I've mainly been playing um, Outer Worlds and Breath of the Wild. Very um, nice. And, you know, quite a bit of Mortal Kombat 11, but uh, yeah, those are the big three. That's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for Outer Worlds to come on the Switch. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Definitely. Um, but yeah, for, for me, for the games that I've been playing, honestly, since... Since we left for Thanksgiving, I I uh, haven't really played much of the Switch. I mean, my brother took his Switch from me for a little bit, and he was playing it. And <laughs> he was playing, uh, what's the game called? Human Fall Flat. So he played that for a bit. And then he got bored and just left it there on the couch. I'm like, oh, okay. See, like, you don't care. So <laughs> I was like, have a little bit more appreciation for the game in front of you but yeah no kidding um but yeah (laughs) baby yoda he protect he attack but most importantly he eat frog for snack (laughs) Uh, but for the past i guess for the past few weeks i've been playing a lot of strategy games um like civilization and total war um played a little so for steam i got I was trying to find a couple games to play on sale and I thought about grabbing ESO, but I was like, eh, I don't feel like it yet. 
I will eventually, though. I'll probably get back onto it. But I know if I start playing ESO, that's all I'll play. So yeah, like, that's yeah. So I'm like, that's probably not the greatest thing right now. So I'll wait until it's on sale again, and then possibly buy it again. I had it on Xbox, but um, what I've been doing is I've been watching The Mandalorian, as you can tell. Uh, I'm a bit obsessed about Baby Yoda. See, he protects, he attack, and most importantly, he eat frog for snack. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, been watching Mandalorian. Um, watched it a second time all the way around so far. The new episode comes out today. So after we're done with this, while I'm like editing, I'll probably just like have it in the background watching it. Um, but yeah, that and I got Atlas because my friend Joe or Soul Creed he wants to play that through his Xbox so I was like I'll play with you through the PC uh, so I got Atlas that's normally like a $30 game I got it for 4 bucks. Nice. and then I got Total War Britannia since I'm obsessed about Ireland and, and like that area of the world so I was like it'd be cool to play a Total War game based on that I did a stream but I uh had a little bit too much to drink i think that night and uh you're yeah. pretty giggly yeah yeah uh when i was done with the stream i was like yep this is a bad idea but i wasn't super drunk or anything but still it was <laughs> it was it was a little I bit swear. too much yeah it, i I'm, i was good but at the same time i was like yeah i should probably have cooled down a little bit but i think it made it more entertaining in a way for everybody else oh yeah of course yeah so, um, but yeah, I, as long as you're not an angry drunk, <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. Uh, I, I literally, yeah, that's not for the podcast. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, so Mandalorian, I haven't got back into Pokemon yet, but I'm planning on finishing that probably this week because I have a problem with finishing games. Um, yeah, I, I finished it. Uh, and my issue typically with Pokemon games is I, I have no problem finishing them. Yeah. But once the story's done, it's kind of like, eh, you know, I'm done. Yeah. So, I mean, but, yeah, I'll pop in and do like run around the wild areas, but it's like yeah. there's not really much of a point to it anymore. Yeah, true. So I need to at least finish the league and become the champion and then probably call it good. Chaz got all 400, caught all 400. Yeah, he was talking about that. I'm like, how in the heck did you manage that? Like, how did how did you get the legendary? He's like, oh, somebody did a link trade with me. I'm like, they were willing to trade you the legendary? Like, really? Well, okay. That's cool. But yeah. He's done with it, and he got back into uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. So I'm probably gonna finish Pokemon this week and just do the league and call it good. Um, but yeah, uh, since his last episode, we didn't give Pokemon total love, so I say we we do that. I say we give them some justice and talk yeah. about our final thoughts on Pokemon. Let's or not, let's go. Um, so well, it, it was it was definitely great, a really good game. Um, I thought that the, and you know, the, the whole, oh, well, you know, there's not all the Pokemon and that was never an issue with me. Cause like I said, are you really going to go through and play with every single Pokemon in the game? No. Um, 
pretty much all the Pokemon that I played with in the game, save my Hitmonchan, were all Gen 8 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I never really had an issue with that. Um, and then eventually I switched out my Hitmonchan for the Legendary because it was part fighting type. But yeah. man, that Hitmonchan saved me so many times because it had a fighting attack, it had a, an ice attack, and it had a fire attack. So that was the one I usually threw out first because it was it pretty much was able to take care of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the story was good, but it certainly wasn't as strong as the story is in a lot of the other ones. Um, there was no real danger, and that was the, probably the biggest issue with the story with me. Um, yeah. They just kind of tacked on the whole thing with Mr. with uh, Chairman Rose at the very end. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, you know, he's going to make all the Pokemon Dynamax and go crazy. Yeah, so, and, you know, they, they just kind of added that at the very end when you're doing, well, you probably didn't. I don't know if you figured that out or not since you hadn't finished the league. Yeah, not yet. Um, I'm, in, I'm in the tower currently, and that was getting on my nerves. And I was like, can you just let me get to the top? And where you when you're trying to face Leon at the end, yeah, 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 basically, he's wanting to uh start the oh, you probably heard Taylor's podcast talk about it, mm-hmm. um, where he's wanting to start the darkest day or whatever, yeah, um, yeah, that that's the only real danger in the end, and Team Yell is. I don't even know why they were a part of the story because they did absolutely nothing. Yeah, true. I like uh, Team Rocket. I miss Team Rocket. Now, like, up until this game, I always said that Team Flare was the worst because mm. Lysander was not a joke, but the rest of them were. They were just gingers who were obsessed with fashion. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Team Skull would, you know, yeah, they were a little bit weaker, but I mean, they still seemed imposing. Um, yeah, Team Yell, there wasn't even a point for them to be there. They're just uber fanboys yep. who contributed absolutely nothing to the story. Um, so, I mean, other than that, you know, I, I thought everything was great. Like, the story was engaging and it kept you going. Um, mm-hmm. Although I would take breaks here and there to go to the wild areas. Like, the wild areas, I think, were the best part of the whole game. Yeah, I agree. Because um, it's always changing. There's always something to find there, especially when you get into the higher levels. Hmm. And I love quick balls, because I can't tell you how many times I'm like, you know what, I'm not even going to fight you. I'm just going to throw a quick ball at you. There you go. Caught you. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, I've up to, I think in the three hundreds seen and like two fifty caught something like that. Yeah. Um, the raids are still cool. Um, yeah. Apparently, they're adding the Gigantamax Norlax. That's gonna be awesome. Um, so I feel we'll like see if they continue with anything, yeah. I got a feeling they probably won't. But for the first main series game on the switch it's not bad yeah um 
I mean, there's there's the Let's Go games. Let's Go games. I think those were kind of an experiment. Yeah. Just to see what, just to show people what they can do. True. Yeah, I gotta I gotta finish that one too. I got Let's Go Pikachu. I think it's hilarious that um, Cinderace is based off of a soccer player and Rillaboom was based off of a drummer and Inteleon's like a secret agent. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got that uh, like Inteleon like shoots water out of his fingers and then he's got a move called Sniper Shot or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I like that move. But no, that, that's another thing is I love the surprise trades. Like you can get anything from a surprise trade. True. Yeah, I had a folder just for surprise trades and just throw them in there and just yeah, see so what happens. Yeah. It doesn't even matter like which starter you choose. Eventually you'll have all of them. True. Um, but yeah, um, other than other than that, I really, I really enjoyed like doing the raids with people because I remember yeah. for like a week straight, I'd come home from work and we would play until like three or four in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And when, as long as the servers aren't crashing. <laughs> yeah. Which that was uh, an issue. But you know, I think, I think they might. I think it'd be cool if they would add stuff. I'm not sure if they would because you know, Pokemon usually doesn't add stuff later on. But since it's an online game as well. I mean, they might do stuff like the Gigantamax, uh, Snorlax, for example. Um, but I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I think they. I think it would be really good for them if they continued and added more stuff to it. Yeah, um, hopefully. Like, well, let's say for example, I don't know. There's like a DLC that gives you more Pokemon that you can catch, and it opens up a new part of the story or something. I don't know. Yeah, like something like eventually they'll go through and add like. Here's a Gen 1 pack, here's a Gen 2 pack, here's a Gen 3 pack, something, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, then then I'd go and I'd, I would buy those for sure, and I'd play it and catch all the Pokemon. And it'd be a lot of time probably spent into it, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so out of, let's give Pokemon Sword and Shield a, a score. Um, we've been hearing a lot of good um a lot of nine out of tens a lot of eight and a half nine and a half out of ten what would you give pokemon sword and shield eric um probably a seven and a half or eight okay um so like i said it's it's really good the story lacked a little bit but overall it it was it kept me engaged like i actually did finish the story which says a lot because a lot of times i don't yeah um I would say I would probably say eight, eight and a half. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I did think it was too easy, to be honest, because yeah, the way, the last few games have been. Yeah, because I remember playing like yellow and red and blue when like first generation, and it was not easy. Like there was a lot of times where all my Pokemon would be wiped out. Like I only had one time where all my Pokemon were wiped out. Especially when they have people who, like, they started, I think, doing this in Gen 5, where they have people in wild areas, like caves and stuff like that, that'll heal you. Oh, yeah. Once they started healing you outside of Pokemon centers, yeah, that's when it started. Yeah. Boo. It was just too easy. So I'd I'd probably give it an 8. 8.5. Nah, probably. Yeah, probably an 8. I'd give it an 8. Um. It was good. Um, 
But yeah, it was pretty much it was. It didn't deserve fun. the crap that everybody gave it. That's true, sure. true. Like people need to lay off and give it a break. It's it's a great game. You got your uh, you got your poster right? Yes, yes, I did. Thank you very much. Awesome. You're welcome. No one else wanted the sword one, so I kept it. <laughs> I need to figure it's just out. Surprising, because everybody loved sword. I know, right? So that's fine. If anybody wants it, though. In this podcast, oh my god, podcast. that's another thing. Is uh, you haven't done the post game story uh, arc where you get the legendary, like yeah. you have to um, deal with Swordward and Shieldbert, who oh. I guess are descendants of the the heroes, and their hair, their hairstyles. Oh my god, like Swordward, his hair is designed like a sword, so it sticks up oh, really wow. high above his head like a sword. Well, <laughs> it's the funniest thing. I bet. Um, um, yeah, just you, just wait, and uh, you'll be laughing. That's for sure. Oh man. Um, but yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on Pokemon, or do you think we're good on Pokemon now? Uh, I, I think we're good. Hopefully, we'll start seeing stuff from Sword and Shield and Pokemon Go. Yeah, that'd be cool. But other than that. Let's uh, let's get into the shameless plug for GameStop. Um, All right. So this week for Cyber Week actually ends. Sorry for the late thing, but it ends tomorrow. Is you can get you can save up to forty percent on select PC accessories, which is only online because they don't sell them in store. Um, and I think I think currently for Cyber Week. 40% off of PC accessories. Where the heck is the other zero? Yep, it looks like so far that's the only thing going on at GameStop. Uh, I know what's, I don't know what's coming up next, but for sure when I find out, I will let everybody know. Oh man, I forgot to mention Wolfenstein Youngblood. <gasps> you shall talk about it now. Talk about um. It. That was another thing I picked up. Um, I get like even if you go and pick up the physical copy, mm-hmm. it just has a download code in it. Oh, um, we've talked about Wolfenstein, um, the new Colossus on this show. Uh, you've played it. I've beaten it twice. Whoa! Uh, this is kind of the sequel to it, mm-hmm. and in one of the the story arcs in the new Colossus is Anya. Um, uh, Blaskowitz's significant other is pregnant in uh, the new Colossus, and in this one, um, you find out that they had twins. Well, and it takes place in the '80s, and Blaskowitz is missing, so his uh, twin daughters are going out and trying to find him and taking on Nazis at like mm-hmm. at the same like uh, the. The games take place in an alternate reality where the Nazis won World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can either play offline or you can play on. Uh, you pick one of the twins to play as, and uh, if you're playing offline, um, you just go around playing. Uh, yeah. If you play online, um, either host a mat, like host a server. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you pick the twin, or you can join. A match and uh, you basically get to play as the twin who they're not playing as it doesn't really matter um, 
man, that game. Like, <laughs> I think this game's harder than the new Colossus. As there are certain points, like, I was just getting my head handed to me. And it, it, it's cool. Like, I, I love... I love me some Wolfenstein. I played a lot of Wolfenstein 3D growing up. Um, so it's cool to see where the series has gone. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, there, yeah. Went off on a little. <laughs> I just completely uh, but that was um, another thing that I played during uh, the break. I played a lot. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Other than. So yeah, the GameStop plug. Actually, there's more than just the PC accessories. Um. Y'all know about getting product, uh, you need to get like your one year product replacement or like protection for your system. So, if you ever buy a system or anything from GameStop, even for a couple bucks, it's totally worth it. Protect your system, yeah. If it breaks if anything breaks, if your game snaps or especially anything, especially like a that. handheld system, yes, especially. Um, so they're offering, I don't know until when, but GameStop is offering $50 extra credit when you trade any PS4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch. Um, so if you have any of those, uh, those dusty PS4s or Xbox Ones, give one to me. (laughs) Give one to, yeah, give one to Eric or go to GameStop and get 50 extra credits or 50 extra credit for, for that system. Um, you can pre-order bunch of games uh we're gonna focus on the switch game uh pre-order animal crossing today uh make sure you get that ahead of time uh as well there are awesome controllers for uh for the switch there's like a really cool like pikachu looking like graffiti looking controller for the switch um also there's a an afterglow wireless controller for the switch it looks really cool but yeah and if you have any uh old phones and stuff you can trade them for you can trade them for cash too so yep that's the game game stop plug and i would like to animal crossing fan no not really i'm not either see it's hard for me to get into games like that um like i played new leaf for a little bit yeah um but it, it just it got really old and repetitive to me, which is amazing because this is another game I've got. Um, yeah. I love Stardew Valley. Mm. Like Stardew Valley is amazing, and I've that's another game I've been playing uh, consistently. Like I picked that up again, and have been playing the crap out of that too. Yeah. Um, that's another game, and it just keeps going. That's another game that doesn't really have an ending. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like the the farming part is just kind of like it's almost secondary to everything else. Like, yes, it definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets you gets you money, um, but eat. I've just you just go through and like interact with all the townspeople. Like, there's they each have their own backstories. Mm-hmm. You can get married in the game. Um, yeah, there's just, I, I spend my days, yeah, I, I definitely farm, but I go, I, uh, clear out the mines, like, there's combat in there, there's fishing, I fish a lot. Well, um, there, yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, that, that sucks me in, but I just, I can't get into Animal Crossing. Yeah, 
Um, I've never got into it. Uh, we'll see when it comes out. I might, I might borrow a copy just to try it. Stardew Valley's um, on the Switch, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I have to look at that. But um, so I want to make a quick shout out to Pods of War. Uh, so she is one of the hosts for GameStop TV. So if you're ever in GameStop and you're watching, uh, if you're watching their show. Um, she's usually on the TV if you're at GameStop. Um, so you have to listen to her on repeat all day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> she is pretty cool though. I do wa- I do follow her Twitch, and I and actually it was yesterday I posted something about the Mother series or something like that. It was like, what's your thoughts on on the Mother series? Any like recent or like any like moments or like memories of playing the mother series because i am clueless about mother until i did some research this week on it but um i know i know (laughs) and you're excited but i uh it was funny because some random people they'll they'll be like they'll say like hi or like they'll leave like an email instead of actually answering the question which normally gets on my nerves but when I saw it was pods, I was like, "Oh, she said hi." So I went and I and I and I uh, replied and was like, "I love you. You're awesome." Because <laughs> I I know she's on GameStop TV and I literally have to listen to her talk when I'm at work. Not in a bad way. She's great. Uh, but I stopped in her stream last night and uh, was talking to her and. What was she playing? She was playing. Uh, pokemon sword i believe okay yeah so she was playing pokemon she asked me how i've been enjoying the game uh through through dm on instagram and so i popped into her stream and was chatting with her and she was like hey what's what's your podcast send me a link uh through dm i want to listen to it and i was like sweet pods really? is gonna be listening to our podcast awesome. yeah so shout out to pods you're great we love you um but yeah uh and then i was like well what what like platform do you listen to the podcasts on google apple spotify she was like that's so nice of you asking what what, what should i listen to and i was like she was like google so i went and actually had to install the app on my phone because my pc for some reason wouldn't show me like the link or anything so surprisingly i had to go and install it on my phone and i sent it to her so she's probably be listening to this episode but sweet yeah um so yeah shout out to pods uh as for the 10 phone news uh we have no new review uh sadly send us reviews they're nice um tattoo update um you guys got until next week to finalize the decision i think it's gonna be my logo for um for Durka does gaming um i think that's what's gonna be uh pikachu with a mario hat but kind of like angry face with holding a controller. I wouldn't really um, call it angry. I'd call it intense. Intense, yes. Um, but also, I was thinking maybe like a. Have you seen the, um, the meme of Baby Yoda with Pikachu like touching fingers, like the painting? No. <laughs> it's so. I've great. seen a lot of them, but I haven't seen that. One. <laughs> I know. It's so good. But I was like, oh man, that would be cool if I could get like the pikachu a baby yoda or something i don't know <laughs> i as as much I wish as i they would come out and say what his race is because the only other game or other 
member of his race that I know of is the one in Knights of the Republic. Yeah, there's we we have a couple sightings of different of some of his species. Mm-hmm. I know in the first movie, which I was currently watching a couple nights ago, um, episode four, like of uh, the movies. No. No, episode one. Like, I watch him in chronological order. Or, not chronological order. Numerical order. Numerical order, yeah. I like to watch it from the actual beginning. Um, And I guess there's, like, a female version of Yoda. Um, So I guess there are females. Yeah. I don't remember that. part of the Jedi console or something. Huh. I'd have to look that up later. But, um, yeah. So tattoo update we got until next week uh i'll probably get that done around christmas um that'd be cool yeah your birthday's next week isn't it sure is next saturday um but yeah i have to work at gamestop on my birthday that's fine <laughs> we'll, we'll make that a birthday party at gamestop um yeah, then I'm going to, yeah then I have to get... right, everybody let's set up this game system in the back <laughs> i'm gonna be back here you guys handle it yeah uh so yeah that christmas special actually we got coming up in two weeks we're gonna be having taylor from anything goes podcast he'll be driving from chicago so we might get him calling in while he's driving um we'll see maybe he can get home in time but we're planning on doing something i think i think on the 21st i think is when we're planning it that'd be a saturday would that be okay yeah that should be all right Okay. Because it looks like that's the only thing that will work with everybody else. Um, Lim High, Twitch streamer, uh, he's going to be joining us as well. And then uh, LDSG crew will be joining us. So we have Ghost, he's the founder of LDSG. Um, and then Martin Luther Bling will be joining us again. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Stay tuned for that. We're going to go into how our faith. Um, as Christians impacts our gaming lives. And so we're going to be taking like a, a quick like break from normal stuff and it'd be a cool episode to get our opinions on life in general and how our lives and our gaming lives intertwine and intermingle, intermingle like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we got that coming up, but other than that, um, I say we take a quick break before we get into the news because we got quite a bit and then we can go into the mother series. All right. Cool. We're going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll be back shortly. Hey, friends, this is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and host of the two original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155 star reviews in only a couple of months with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step through the background of the games and the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast reader podcatcher whatever you use itunes spotify again that's the fallout lorecast and the elder scrolls lorecast available everywhere yep awesome and we're back folks all right hello hello all right so before we go into the news i totally forgot about sales and deals according to nintendo.com 
There is a Nintendo Switch system with Mario Red Joy-Con controllers at Walmart. Only at Walmart. Um, $299.99 MSRP. Looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm surprised not. that's not the one you had. Nah. Uh, it looks like they just stuck um, two red Joy-Cons. Pretty cool. But yeah, check that out. Nintendo.com slash deals. Um, cool. All right. The news. All right. We got a couple. We got a couple articles here. Uh, but first one, we're going to go into something funny. So according to Kitaku and some other sites, um, Amazon over the uh, <laughs> over the Thanksgiving break, uh, people ordered some switches from Amazon and got sent condoms, tambourines, electric. <laughs> <laughs> How do you so, mess that up? I don't know, <laughs> but uh, there are reports coming out of the UK. That at least a half, at least a dozen people who bought a Nintendo Switch as part of the Amazon Black Friday sales did not get sent a Nintendo Switch. Instead, they received everything from an air freshener to a photopolymer risen. Instead, the Mirror has rounded up the complaints and been prompted to apologize from Amazon and a promise that the company will be investigated exactly what happened. So yeah, that's a uh, uh, wow. Yeah. So. Uh, one of the uh, somebody on on Twitter uh, posted what the at, at Amazon Amazon help Amazon okay I ordered a switch and I got sent a microphone and a tambourine oh, imagine man. if you had ordered one of those for your kid yeah that that would suck um, <laughs> it's a big surprise totally um, the issue doesn't appear to be simple error code like a skew mix-up where everyone ordered a, a switch and got a ps4 instead i mean that would that would be okay but i'd want the switch yeah. since those affected were recently con- were completely random items all over the country some of the others mistakenly products sent out including a remington facial trimmer be- bed sheets uh lego dog food dishwasher powder dang that is messed up. Uh, Amazon apologized. Together, Amazon. <laughs> Amazon apologized, saying we're really sorry and we are investigating exactly what happened. We're reaching out to every customer who had a problem, made us aware, and we will put it right. Man, that that's a bummer. Um, Jeez, man. Yeah. I see, we order a lot of stuff through Amazon, but yeah, never gotten condoms or anything like that through there. So. <laughs> Especially if I'm ordering something else. Yeah, um, man, this makes sense of condoms. Two hundred ninety nine dollars worth yeah, of. No kidding, man. Jeez. Um, but yeah, speaking of the UK, uh, Mario Kart Tour reaches uh, zips across London. So there's a there's an event going on uh, until the seventeenth of December, until nine fifty nine PT or Pacific time. Uh, basically, there's a new course, spot, Spotlight Drivers. The London Tour in, includes a course based on the city itself and features Spotlight Drivers Daisy and Waluigi. Awesome. Wow. So festive fun, race through London, decked out in festive streets for the holiday, plus Mario Santa. 
will be in the pipe until December 31st. You might see him if you're super lucky. Interesting. Um, super lucky, of course. And then say hello to Red Koopa. Uh, Red Koopa, free runner, free running, makes a color coordinated view. His look will be complete without without a matching red shell cap and those running shoes. His special skills is firepower. Talk about red hot. <laughs> Sweet. I see what you did there. See what I did? What? Where? Uh, you know, red hot. You know. Uh huh. Fire. Yeah, yeah. I I just read it off of the script. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I see what they did. See what they did. I didn't do anything. I just read it. Um, but let's see. So Nintendo Switch actually online continues to expand. So they are bringing uh four four new games. Nope, eight more games. Nope, four six six. six. There we go. Yeah, I four can't. Super Nintendo, and of course Earthbound's not one of them. Uh, and then um, two yep. NES games. Yep. So Super Another NES. But like people are upset that Super Mario RPG isn't on there yet. Yeah. So Star Fox Two, Super Punch Out, Kirby Superstar, Breath of Fire Two, and then NES. It's Crystallis and Journey to Silius. Two games I've never heard of. Me neither. But sweet. Well, uh, Super Punch Out would be fun. Yeah, I I'm gonna definitely try some Star Fox too. But that actually was on the NES or uh, SNES Classic. Um, that was the first time it was quote unquote officially released. But you had to beat the first level in Star Fox, the first one, to unlock it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Um, other than that, um. Link from Legend of Zelda comes to Super Mario Maker 2 as well. Yep. Which, I don't have Super Mario Maker 2, but if anybody listening to this podcast does, shout out, send us a message, tell us what you guys think. But, I'm probably gonna, probably gonna get this game eventually, because I like Mario. Yeah, I need to also. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be cool if we did like a like a I don't know, like a contest or something who makes the best levels or something on our Discord. I know we keep talking about doing like different tournaments and we don't actually do them yet, but I think it'd be a fun idea. Yet. Yes. Keyword yet. Uh, We do need to do a Smash Bros. tournament. Uh, That's definitely going to be something we're going to do. And I think it'd be cool if we did a uh, if we did a Pokemon Battles tournament where we fought each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like test out our teams. But um, Thanksgiving you week. Who would kill all of us? Who would kill all of us? V. Oh, of course. Um, all right. So the Nintendo Switch over Thanksgiving break in the U.S. sold more than how many units? Do you know how many units? I have no idea. 830,000. Man. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Switches. So that's amazing. Uh over Thanksgiving break, so November 24th to November 30th, Nintendo Switch and the Nintendo Switch Lite system sold a combined total of more than 830,000 units in the U.S., according to internet in, international data. Internal data, actually. Uh, this ranks as the single best week of U.S. sales in the Nintendo Switch history. These results were bolstered by a part of the recently 
uh, introduced Nintendo Switch Lite system and a variety of Black Friday offers, such as an Nintendo, Nintendo Switch bundle with a full game of Mario 8 Deluxe. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So game yeah, uh, no that deal actually did help, Forbes. Yes. Yeah, Forbes. But, um, but yeah, while I was at GameStop during that week, uh, so they sold out of the, actually like everybody in a hundred miles and online sold out of that V1 system. So they completely sold out. Nice. And then the Pokeball to get Mew. Yeah, that was through Walmart, wasn't it? That was for everybody. Like oh, it, wow. it all, it all went down to. I'm at the Meyer by my apartment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So completely sold out as well. Like no one in like 100 miles had it online. Sold out. Like completely sold out. So the Switch system with the V the V1. Like people kept on asking for it. We we're like we're sold out. No one in like 100 miles. <laughs> even online. Even online, no one has it. It's gone. Like wow. everybody bought it. And then the, the the Pokeball controller is also gone. Like, what the heck? Why did <laughs> I get one? Um, I was actually looking. Like, I thought that it'd be kind of cool to actually have one. If yeah, uh, no, <sighs> if uh, I think you can. It does communicate with uh, Sword and Shield, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Um, so. That's how you get Mew. You have to like. So Mew is in Mew is in it. Yes, it's in it. Austin nice. John plays, does a video on it. Um, but yeah, I I was super bummed when it all sold out. But if anybody out there has an extra Mew that they want to give me, please. <laughs> yeah, Chaz has one. What? Chaz has a. If he oh. has all four hundred, then he would have it, right? It it doesn't count as the Pokedex. It's uh, outside of it. Yeah, it's Here. outside of it. But yeah, if anybody has an extra Mew, shout, uh, send me a message. We'll talk. We'll do it. We'll do a trade. We'll do a trade. Even if it's under, a trade uh, back. Yes. Even just if it's just yes. It's a trade underneath the table. It have to be secretive because. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, last thing in the news, guys. Switch finally comes to China. I didn't realize it hadn't until you posted yeah. something about it. Yep, it's coming to China, guys. Um, I have an article here from CNET. Uh, so, the hybrid console is coming to China on December 10th for $300. And $300. The game's $300. Uh, costs 2099 won. So, around $300. A lot That's expensive. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the game will launch with Super Mario, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe with Mario K8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, looks like those are the only games they're going to be releasing first. So they're just big Mario fans. Big Mario fans. So okay. that's great. One foot in the door. Slowly we'll liberate China from. <laughs> Go Japan! Yay! Um, whatever that, works. Whatever works. But isn't that funny? Like Japan was our enemy, and now they're like one of our closest friends. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I don't even know what they had but, against us, but okay. Well, I mean, World War Two, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
yeah, that's pretty much the news, guys. Uh, that's pretty much it for now. So if you uh, if you're in the UK and you uh, you went and you bought a Switch from Amazon, you might have got a pack of condoms. So <laughs> have drink, eat, and be merry, and turn it's those close. condoms back into a Switch. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, no parents were mortified. Oh yeah, that would probably have been horrible. Um, but yeah, enough about uh, Amazon and their screw up. Let's uh, let's go into the mother series. Did you find any music for it? Nope. But no. I can play some. Yeah, we'll we'll find it and add it later. Yeah, we'll add it later. Cool. Uh, so the mother series. It is uh, one series, one uh, especially Earthbound. That's the one I'm the most familiar with. It's one game that I never get tired of. Um, unfortunately, most of the the two of the games, well, at least um, one in particular was released recently, but most of the time it's spent as a Japan uh, Japan only release. Um, let's see here. Um, so it actually, um, it, it, it's kind of not really surprising, but most people were introduced to the mother series outside of Japan through super smash brothers. Um, one of the developers is how laboratory, which is one of the developers for the smash brothers series. It was created by um, Itoi Shigesato, who is one of the people at Nintendo. And his main idea was to take the RPG, the classic RPG style, and quote-unquote modernize it. Kind of bring it into a setting that we would all be familiar with. And that's basically how mother one came about um it is it stars a kid named ninten ninten nintendo <laughs> very creative um and he is later on joined by anna and Floyd, and they just go around in the modern kind of a, a modernized world where you see buildings and laboratories and cars and the weapons, instead of kind of medieval-style weapons, are children's toys, like bats, like baseball bats and yo-yos. And basically, the, the story of Mother One is, um, I guess, Ninten's great-grandfather. He was researching psychic powers. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the the magic in the uh, the magic part of the RPG element is uh, psychic powers PSI, and he is going around um, trying to investigate this strange phenomena that's going around. Um, there were people who've been disappearing, and later on he comes to find out an alien invasion an alien attack um and he finds out later on that Gygus is the main culprit and uh 
At the end, Gygus says he is going to return, which leads us to Mother 2, or uh, Earthbound, as we all know it here in America. Mm-hmm. And Mother 2 also, it, it kind of is a continuation. It's basically kind of the same story. Um, this is the one I'm most familiar with. Um, I've played a lot of this game, both legitimately and illegitimately. Um which that's another key in this <laughs> game is if you got this through a ROM, um, there's actually some anti-piracy uh, elements to the ROM. Um, but one thing they added with Mother 2 is the rolling HP counter, where if a character receives a blow that deals damage, if you finish the match or the the fight before it reaches zero you still survive or if you know there if you use a healing thing before it reaches zero that character survives but um basically uh, another thing about these games is you can actually name the characters yourself but if you say you don't care what their name is then it goes with the default one um there's a meteor that crashes outside an Essence house at the beginning, and when he goes to investigate it, um, he is approached by this talking bee with psychic powers, and he's warning him about this impending attack, I guess, and while they're talking, an alien shows up and tries to attack them, and the bee ends up dying, but he tells you what's going on, he tells you um, what you need to do. Yeah. And you just kind of go around. Um, you need to collect... This is something from the first game also. You have to collect eight melodies that when they're played together have special power to them. And... So that's that's part of your journey is you go around collecting these... You're going to these specific locations that have these melodies. And... Um, these games have some of the craziest enemies that you'll ever see. Um, anything from a street, a possessed street sign or a pile of puke to uh, people who've been possessed or animals that have been possessed. And another cool element about these games is they actually do make you feel stronger as you go along. Um, enemies that would attack you on sight when you're a certain level. Once you get stronger, they eventually start running away from you. Well, so um, that's another great thing that this game does, and the the music and the sound and the quirkiness. Like it's definitely got a sense of humor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, another th- one thing about Mother Two in particular is that it breaks the fourth wall quite a bit. Like, they, they address the fact that they know they're a video game, and there are times where they talk to the player. Um, but then um, you get to Mother 3, and Mother 3, I guess the development took a span of 12 years. Like, they were originally going to develop it for the Super Family, 
and that never came about. So most of the development was Nintendo 64. Like it was going to be in 3D and everything, and that ended up not happening. They put it on the back burner again, and eventually it was released on the Game Boy Advance. But again, it's only in Japan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mother 1 eventually was released as console for um, the Wii U, and it was known as Earthbound Beginnings in America. Okay. Um, But Mother 3 was eventually released in 2000. And it's... It actually, you you don't just play as Lucas. You do, you, like, you start out the game playing as dad. Hmm. And there's been such an, it's one of the most requested games to be localized everywhere. Like, there's such a huge cult following of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting because Earthbound has become known as such a huge cult classic. Like, it's one of the most highly rated games. But when it first came out in America, it wasn't even... It, it sold about half the amount of copies that it did in Japan. Which is probably why Mother 3 was never released outside the U.S. or outside of Japan. And most people didn't even know about the game until Super Smash Brothers came out and Ness as a character included. He's been there since the beginning. And I think there's a good reason for that because this, these games are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, Mother Mother 3 uh, follows a bunch of different characters. Like, it actually has, it's broken up into different chapters. Hmm. And, um, like, you, you just follow all these different characters. Like, yeah, Lucas's family is the main focus of the story. And the story itself, there's so much tragedy in the game that it's... I wouldn't even really call it so much a kid's game. Um, Part of me kind of understands why it's not released in the U.S. Um, There's this one chapter where you're following this monkey named Salsa. And he is being held... Um, he's in the possession of this um, the man's name starts with an F I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head Um, but he's treated as a slave and he has on this shock collar that is activated remotely and I think his name is Facade or something like that and basically he just shocks him whenever he wants to well ah, cool so I can kind of see, like, if that were to be brought to the U.S., there'd be a there'd be an outcry mm-hmm. in this day and age. Um, so my, part of me can kind of understand why it's not released outside the U.S., but part of me, um, I can understand. Like, it's such a good game. Aside from that, that um, that and there's also everybody's kind of wanting. A localization of Mother 3, and then everybody's also wanting a sequel, but the toy has said that it won't happen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Which Bummer. is a shame, because these games are, like I said, they're so good. The, the yeah. music, the humor, um, like I said, Mother 2 Earthbound is a game I never get sick of, and I actually do have a fan translation 3 on my phone. 
Well, um, I've played a lot of them. I've played Mother One. Um, had my classic. I found a, a ROM, an English translated ROM for it. Um, I think it was called Mother. I think it was called Earthbound Zero or something like that. So yeah, I, I deal in ROMs sometimes. But if they're not released in the U.S., how else can you get a? Um, but I didn't even know there was a Mother Three until I played Smash Brothers Brawl because I think that was the game that Lucas was first in. Oh well. So, um, and what's kind of funny is that those characters, like uh, Ness's attacks and Lucas's attacks. I think the only attack that Ness has is PK Flash. The other moves that he does, like PK Fire and PK Thunder, those are game. Those are moves that Paul does. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with uh, Lucas. He doesn't know PK Freeze or PK Fire or PK Thunder. Um, I can't remember what his moves are. Hmm. But yeah, those aren't moves that he actually knows in their respective games. So I don't know if the other characters later on taught them or what. But um, I don't know if you ever played any of these. I haven't. I'm totally clueless. Um, <laughs> if you've ever... One gripe that I have about Earthbound and if you watch the Angry Video Game Nerd... Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's quite a few interruptions in the game where you're trying to play and then something happens to kind of, it kind of disrupts it. Oh. Um, one of the most annoying things in Earthbound is, uh, the picture guy. You'll be walking along and this guy just kind of shows up, stops the gameplay. And he just goes, rambles on. The picture is taken instantaneously. I am a photographic genius. You say so. Now everybody's smiling, say fuzzy pickles. And it happens all the time where you're just trying to play and then he stops the game and has to take your picture. Oh, and it serves no purpose except for the ending credits. Like he'll you like the pictures will show up. Oh jeez. And um I want to say there's another instance where there's a disruption in the gameplay, and I can't remember off the top of my head. But um well, there is one section where you are you're trying to get into this facility to take on Master Belch. Yes, that's a real enemy's name as a boss character. He's basically a pile of puke. Mm-hmm. And you have to stand behind this waterfall and not do anything for, I want to say, five minutes or seven. Like, there's a specific amount of time you have to just sit there not touching anything. And... But um, those are just kind of minor gripes. Um, as I said, there are um, anti-piracy elements to if you play Earthbound on a ROM. Um, I guess there's more enemies that show up. And if you get all the way to the end and you play the game, the game will just shut off and delete your, your save file. Oh, jeez. Um, another thing, and that I don't know if I'm making... Maybe this is just in my head. But once you get all eight uh, melody fragments, mm-hmm. you get transported in a Magicant, which are playable levels in Smash Brothers. Basically, it's a dream world inside of Ness's head. He gets knocked out, and he's 
in this like dream world. And eventually you get to a point where you take on the dark part of yourself. And when I first played that, it was so difficult because he just kept using PK Flash on me. And my guess is, is that like he wasn't running out uh, PP, which are like the PowerPoints. So he kept using, he never ran out of the, the energy to use those moves. So he kept using the most powerful move on me over and over and over again. So I'm wondering if that's also an element where um, for the ROM file, because it took me forever to actually beat him. But when I played on the SNES Classic, it wasn't a big deal. Like he actually, eventually, I was able to uh, last long enough to where he ran out of the PP and I was able to beat him after that. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm making that. But, because it's probably been 12 years since I played well. on a ROM. Yeah, I I haven't played Mother at all, so I don't know, it'd be cool to... Hey, Farrell, what's up, dude? Welcome, welcome to the podcast. We're, uh, yeah, do we're... yourself a favor and find a way to play. If you have a 3DS, it's on a virtual. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, um... Is that, yeah, maybe that... Um, but unfortunately, unless you have a Wii U, you can't Earthbound Beginnings, and we have no way of playing Mother 3 legitimately. Bummer. Um, there was a fan who made a Mother 4, but it's not really? Nintendo, so yeah. Oh. But that just shows you how much of a fan base these games have. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if they did something and brought a game to the Switch, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Here's hoping. Hopefully they'll at least put Earthbound on the SNES games. Yeah. Yes, uh, Farrell, we're, uh, so this is the podcast for Nintendo, and we're, we're finishing up a discussion about the Mother series, so, yeah. I take it you're a fan of Mother 3? He said, woo, Mother 3 discussions. Yes, sir. That was part of it. Yep. Farrell, you have any, uh, thoughts on Mother 3, since you're joining us now for the chat? You got any great memories on Mother Earthbound 64, boys. It was originally going to be on the 64. I did mention that. Yeah, um, I am planning on getting another uh, N64. So uh, if I can find it, I will definitely get it. Yeah, you guys don't have disc replay in Michigan. No, we got disc traders. Yeah, yeah, same. That should work. Probably. Only play Earthbound. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'll have to get into it. See. It's a game I never get tired of. Can you stream an N64? Is that possible? I'm sure there's a way to. I know Feral, you stream, don't you, buddy? I don't know if you if you can stream N64. That'd be cool though, to play some retro games. Yep. It doesn't exist. No. Oh well. Um. Yeah, that's right, because it doesn't have. Oh. No. It was never finished. Okay, Earthbound 64. Well, that's why I was. It was originally going to be Mother 3. Um, yeah. But it just, yeah, it got put on the back burner and then ended up coming out on the GBA in Japan. Yeah. I need to get a capture card so I can stream stuff from. Yeah. But. But yeah. Um, nice. Capture cards on RCA, HDMI adapter. Yeah. I'll have to get all that set up. But. I redid my room around a little bit. 
so I can actually get some stuff done. I got my Pikachu, if you're seeing on stream. Yeah, I, what the heck? Wait, right there. There's next to the guitar. Yes, next to the guitar, he's kind of sticking out. See? He's just sticking out because he's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much that's that's other series, right? Is there anything else you want to touch on on that? Yeah, I just I wish a toy would change his mind because I think there's still a lot that can be done with the series. Yeah. And most of the time, like pretty much every other series, I've just kind of given a description. But each game is significantly different in the series, which I think is great, especially Mother 3. Um, the story is so much more in depth with Mother 3 than it was than the other ones. Yeah, I mean, there's still definitely story with Earthbound and uh, Mother 1. But Mother 3's story, it's so much different compared to the other two. And like I said, they're all great games. Of any way I can get a hold of that game, I, I do. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, so yeah, hopefully You know what I'm you know what I wonder? Um you might be able to get it from Japan if you order it on Amazon. I mean, hopefully you won't get condoms or a tambourine, but or anything like that, yeah. Anything like that. Um, um, I'm going to look it up on Steam. Let's see if I can... Uh... Have you, uh, Farrell, have you played Salsa's chapter in Mother 3? Um, like, eventually he does get revenge on Facade. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I looked up on Steam to see if there was any of the Mother games, and I found mother daughter pleasure pets i don't know what that is uh, uh okay there's save your mother um yeah i guess they don't have any of the mother games on steam no um i mean i know there's like sega genesis emulator on there where you can oh, yeah. i don't think it works very well because i tried playing um comic zone and it didn't work very well yeah um Yeah, I actually, like I was saying before you popped in, I have a an, an English-translated ROM on my phone um, for Mother 3. Is, uh, you can do that with Android phones, not with Apple, unless you jailbreak it. Um, so yeah, if, if I would find a way to check it out if you can. It's, it's great. It, that's that's about it yeah pretty much it but um, if you if you look release mother three on twitter like the hashtag for that there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it'd be cool to play it Let's see if i can find the emulator and check it out um but yeah um that's pretty much our mother debate or not debate but our discussion um yep. So I know what we got next before we end the show because we've gone for an hour and forty minutes. Um, I knew it was going to be a long one. <laughs> yep, it's fine. We have a lot to talk about, or we had a lot to talk about. So, um, episode five, mother series, we'll release that today. Um, and then, so our next episode next week, we'll probably go into episode six, 
Um, we it have... might be later, uh, later on. I got some stuff going on before I got to get to work, so okay. it might be either later tonight. Oh yeah, after okay. I get off work or early tomorrow morning. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna. Oh, nice. Okay, we'll do Feral. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, we can see where we're gonna go over next. Probably we'll probably go over Double Dragon next. Let me get that out of the way too. Cool. Um, so yeah, episode. Unfortunately, six. there's not a lot with that, so that'll probably be a shorter episode. Yeah. But we'll do Double Dragon next. Episode six. Okay, cool. Um, and then in two weeks we'll be doing a Christmas special with LDS Ghost and LDS um, Martin Luther Bling will be joining us, and Lim High will be joining us, and. Uh, Taylor from the Anything Goes podcast will be joining us for a Christmas special as we talk about our faith and how that intermingles with our gaming lives. Uh, it's going to be really fun, really interesting uh, Christmas special. So as uh, many people know, uh, the reason for this season is Jesus and giving and all that other stuff. But we're excited to go over that. It's gonna be really fun. We're gonna have a bunch of conversations and chatting, and but yeah, looking yeah. forward to that. But all right, folks, thank you for stopping in on Twitch. Uh, but before we forget, where can we find you, Eric? I am on oh. Twitter and Instagram, in zero, and the show's Instagram. Is, or I'm sorry, the show's Twitter is Nintendo P. can find me at twitter at durkah 1988 you can also follow yep. me on twitch at uh Durka does gaming uh, where i go over different games and i record my thoughts while i play and i release that through spotify uh, that and you can also follow me on the show the show's podcast or not the show's podcast the, the show's instagram at the for podcast so anything on there is usually me so yeah pretty much it uh feral did say that if he was available he'd like to special so feral if if you are available on the 21st so saturday in two weeks we'll be doing well, yeah we'll be doing an episode of christmas special so welcome to join us if you're available we'll be doing an evening show to get everybody on there together so you're welcome to join us dude just let me know all right so that's pretty much it so everybody have a great week and we'll see you guys next yep. week stay tuned for more nintendo later guys hey there this is sebastian azaro host of the outer world show are you as hyped as I am for Obsidian's upcoming first-person RPG, The Outer Worlds? Then you should join the conversation with The Outer Worlds Show, 
where we're breaking down the lore, gameplay, and latest news about Obsidian's upcoming game. The show is part of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and is available on every major podcast streaming platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and anything else you got. So let's blast off together, let's build the hype, and let's start those conversations about the Outer Worlds. I'm looking forward to talking to all of you about it. Thanks.